You're listening to today's inspirational message on pursuing God with Gene Apple. Here's Gene. Hey, what's up, everybody? Hope you had a great weekend. Uh, my name is Mike Bro. I'm one of the teaching pastors at Eastside, and Gene asked me to sit in for him on Mondays during the month of July, and so that's what I'm doing here, man. It's been great hanging with you all at least once a week, and I hope you had a great weekend. We're having a great weekend here at Eastside. Uh, we're going to a little series called Drift Happens. Uh, we're just talking about how all of us have a tendency to drift in our relationship with each other, our relationship with God, uh, drift in our purpose, drift in our passion, drift in our health. There's all kinds of different ways we drift, and we're talking about the different causes uh, for drift. Uh, we're, we're in week three of the series. We, did, we just did it this, this past weekend. And uh, in, in this series, we just talked about riptides. Now, I don't know if you've ever been caught in a riptide or not in the ocean, uh, but it, it's panic time when you get caught in one of those things. If you're a, maybe a Southern California surfer or, or maybe you like, like to body surf or get out with a boogie board or whatever, and maybe you've kind of gotten caught in a riptide before, you know how terrifying uh, that can actually be. And it is scary uh, to live your life in a riptide. So we talked about how sometimes we get caught in a cultural riptide. Uh, sometimes it could be uh, the people we're hanging out with because a lot of times we become like the people that we hang with. Uh, we can get caught in a riptide by filling our minds with all kinds of uh, things in, in the culture, whether it be fear-based news outlets or social media posts or comment sections and all, all that kind of stuff, or, or just uh, you know buying into certain worldviews and things like that. We can just get caught in the cultural riptide, and we look up and we, wow, I'm way out here, and it's pretty scary. Uh, and we're just talking about how God calls us all back, and so that's what we're just trying to do, get anchored uh, to some truth. And we talked specifically this past weekend uh, about the world, how, how uh, I think it was in, in Romans chapter 12, Paul's got kind of a famous verse. Paul writes this verse. He says, I'm just going to quote the uh, J.B. Phillips translation because I've always loved this. It says, don't let the world around you squeeze you into its mold, but let, let God change the way, way you think. And so we kind of hung on that verse a little bit, and we talked about the world. How in the, in the Bible, uh, there's three different meanings for the world. Uh, first way it's used is uh, like creation. You know, the, the whole world, the earth is full of his glory. Uh, that God's creation, this, this world uh, magnifies his splendor and his genius and his creativity. Then the second way it's used in the Bible is for people, uh, human beings, for mankind. Uh, for instance, for God so loved the world talking about the people of the world, men and women of all races, sizes, shapes, and colors, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son. And then there's a third way that the, that the world is used, and that's to use about the systems and the values of this world, the deception of, of the world. Uh, Jesus even called Satan the prince of this world. In other words, he's in charge of the world's system. And, he's, and so he warns us, don't get caught up in the riptide of the, of the cultural uh, norms of, of, of this world because it'll take you far from God. So we spent a lot of time talking about that this week. If you could, you know, check in to uh, eastside.com, you can, you can download the whole message and kind of listen. It's too much for me to explain uh, right now, but we, we, had, we had a good time unpacking that this past weekend. But I did want to share a, a verse of scripture with you today that we kind of landed on uh, that's been so helpful for me, just a great reminder to me, and maybe it'd be a great reminder for you as you start this week, just kind of live in this verse. It's 1 John 
uh, chapter 2 is kind of in the back of the Bible. First uh, John, written by Jesus' best friend, uh, a guy named John. And he says this in verses 15 through 17. And I'm going to read this uh, from the uh, message translation. Don't love the world's ways. Don't love the world's goods. Love of the world squeezes out love for the Father. Practically everything that goes on in the world, wanting your own way, wanting everything for yourself, wanting to appear important, has nothing to do with the Father. It just isolates you from Him. The world and all its wanting, wanting, wanting is on the way out. But whoever does what God wants is set for eternity. So my encouragement to you this week is to be in this world, just not of this world. And while you're in the world, be a light and point people to the hope that everybody's looking for. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you as we start this new week together that uh, you put us in this world to make a difference. You want us to be a light in this dark world, but we're not supposed to be of this world because we know the truth and we want to be anchored to you this week. So God, I pray that this week when the cultural riptide wants to pull us out, uh, that we would stay anchored to you, that we would trust your Holy Spirit in us this week to keep us right there uh, rock solid with you. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. You guys, have a great week.